Mic check, mic check. Mic check, mic check. What up, good people? You should know what it is. If you don't, that's weird, but I ain't even tripping on you one time. Listen, man, I go by the name of BKA Watts. It's your boy, Old Man AM. Yes, and we in this thing for episode Trace of that music ish. Yes. And the crowd goes wild. It's like bacon and shit. <laughs> like, bacon definitely sounds like a cheering crowd. I was just going to say, do you still enjoy bacon like that? Oh, uh, you know, I be eating. I be eating turkey bacon now. It's weak. Used to talk so much shit when I used to cook turkey bacon. Yeah, because uh, turkey bacon is trash. It's not. It's not bacon. That's the thing. One more time for the good people. Episode three of that music ish. Y'all definitely can send us anything you want when it comes to these topics on music. If you want to send us something that you think we need to be reviewing, listening to, checking out, or that we need to just cover and talk about on the pod, send those suggestions over to us at musicishpod at gmail.com. Make it easy. Musicishpod at gmail.com. Granted, it's been like two weeks since we recorded, and I hope I just gave y'all the right email. But send something there and we'll find the fuck out, my niggas. AM, how you feeling, dog? I'm all right, man. I can't complain. I can't complain. Just been, uh, shit, it has been two weeks. So what I've been doing? Surprisingly, no mimosas. Well, okay. Well, I mean, I I, I just have an OJ yeah. right now. I'm wondering. I'm like, yo, this, you I don't like drink. orange juice. Yeah. I don't drink. So, I just like orange juice. All that acid buildup, though. Don't fuck with you. Mm. I don't drink it that much, oddly enough. Uh, I'm, right. I might have a glass of orange juice a day. Okay. Okay. If that. If that. You know what I'm saying But I'm an orange juice guy Obviously If I drink mimosas So I mean I get it For sure Listen Nigga I be Like You would think And uh, when I was out In Cuyahoga Falls Doing a Oktoberfest Last weekend I went to this restaurant And was getting something to eat And I walked in And I And I ordered I'm like flipping through the menu And I'm getting my food And one of my homies pulled up So she like Yo I'm going to stop through and, and sit with y'all at the table, bring one of my pieces. Maybe I could sell something like for sure, you know, whatever. So, you know, pull up on me. So I asked her like, yo, what you getting? She like, let me get a mimosa. So when they asked me and I order, I'm like, yo, let me get a mimosa. And she was like, what kind? And I was just like, is it not just one thing? Does it not just come with orange juice? Do you use other juices? I don't know. As a non-drinker, I was low-key befuddled and was just like, let me just get a regular. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to say. It depends on the establishment. But yes, there are multiple types of mimosas. I was it, blue. It really just depends on the uh, type of juice it is. Other than that, the champagne doesn't change. Unless you're in some like high-end spot where they only use Top of the line. I use, I have a specific brand that I use every Sunday. And I get the same bottle for 14 bucks at uh, Giant Eagle or Dave's. That's a grocery store for those that are not in the Northeast Ohio area. But yeah. yeah. Listen. If, if I'm on vacation and I want to spend the bag, then I'm getting probably some Clico or something like that. And some, some simply, simply orange. I wouldn't you know? know. If I'm home, then I'm going to Dairyman's. I'm getting a half a gallon. I ain't mad at you. I'm just going a notch above Andres. I'm not. I'm not getting Andres or Cooks. I'm getting so for a you nice little mid level joint. You know, what I'm saying y'all know what he's talking about. I am over here. Yeah, lost niggas didn't know. You know, Andres is 
or cooks is like the bare metal, uh, bare of the bottom of the barrel champagne. It's not even champagne; it's just you know, sparkling wine. And when you want to spend some money, champagne is honestly just as from a specific region in France, just the champagne region with the grapes. Grow. Yeah, I'm gonna say because you know champagne so, can't be called champagne unless it's from champagne. Exactly. So I know that much. So I know I have like unnecessary amounts of like trivia knowledge in my brain about all kind of shit for no reason. But there but like a bunch of which I don't even partake in, so it doesn't make me a difference. I don't remember what I was watching or looking at, but I came across something that talked about champagne being from champagne. And if it's not from champagne, it's not champagne. Most of my intellect comes from watching Jeopardy with my grandmother when I was a kid. I do got see that's I hadn't thought about that. Cause so. mad Jeopardy knowledge. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Rest in peace, Alex. Oh, I'm not, not Alex. Tre- yeah, Alex Trebek. Yeah, okay, my bad. I'm thinking of what's my what's mm. my nigga that was on. This uh, is yeah. Jeopardy yeah. with Alex Trebek. Yeah. <laughs> like, nigga, I'll never forget I that shit. Ki- I was about to kill off my dude from Will of Fortune. Oh, Pat Sajak? Pat Sajak. <laughs> no, it's Chuck Willoughby. <laughs> <laughs> That's a class act reference for those who don't know. I love that fucking movie. Man. Nigga, me too, nigga. That's my shit. <laughs> it's all right. All right. So, we've listened to new music. Therefore, there's new music to cover. Some of which is good. Some of which not so fucking much. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. We gonna also cover some throwback shit today. Because why the hell not? Also, I had a conversation with one of the homies. Very brief Shout out to the homie Monty. One time, he was in his Instagram live, and I just did it as I'm getting ready to talk about it. And I also notice it every time when I'm editing my my episodes, and I transcribe through the program that I use to edit, which turns all the audio into text that I can then see and edit. There's a button in there that removes filler words. So things like, like, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. It'll pull all that. Sh- it'll count it first and show you how bad you do. And when I used to, when we first started potting, it was horrible. It'd be like a thousand filler words in an episode, in an hour long episode. And I'm like, God damn, but that's uh, aggressive. Now I didn't get it down to roughly 200 or so, but I am attempting to be a little bit more conscious of us. You know what I'm saying? Et cetera. When I'm delivering as I'm talking, it doesn't happen when I'm intentionally like delivering something that is, you know, written or scripted, but just casual general conversation, it happens. And I, and I got to work on it. I stutter. So For sure. <laughs> to me, none of this shit makes a difference, but I have no. Well, I, I cut that shit out too. Oh, okay. If I stutter, or if either one of us stutters or like fumbles over a sentence in the beginning of it or however right. the fuck, I cut that shit out. So it always sounds like we on point when we talk, right. <laughs> when people listen to our playback, because for me, in that instance, there's a button that covers both of us with us, ums, like all those things. And then in stutters and little shit like that, where it took a couple moments and then you got your shit together. I'll just cut the beginning of that out and it, it, you'll never be none the wise. Right. Luckily, I'm not the stutterer that, there I go, has issue with dictation. For sure. It's, so I, I'm always coherent in my thoughts, but if I'm trying to get my thought out at that point, it's like such and such and such and such. 
Sometimes you just get the firing, bro. <laughs> yeah, you like high. Saying a whole bunch, a whole bunch, and then shit be going, going, and next thing you know. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And when I'm listening to that shit in the playback, it is aggressive. Especially when I'm listening to people who typically don't record or don't do a lot of public speaking type of shit. And I record their podcast or whatever the case may be. Then I sit down and listen to their shit. When I'm listening to their shit, I hear it. It'll get to a point where I'm like, um, hold on, let me, let me hit this filler words button. Because it don't cost me nothing extra to see this shit. Show me how many filler words somebody got in their show. It'd be crazy, bro. Every time. But yeah, shout out to the homie Monty. We over here trying to do better. I'm trying to get to a point where I don't even got to use the button no more. <laughs> like, I'm just that clean in the delivery whenever we talking about whatever we talking. So, let's go ahead and get into it. I guess, since we're going to do a little bit of old, a little bit of new, let's start with something new. We can cover this baby king, which I feel like was hotly anticipated amongst new nigga fans. I personally didn't really, I wasn't really hip. I didn't really know too much about him or wasn't too familiar with shit that he has for me to be anticipating his shit. I really don't anticipate too much because I don't, before this show, I'll listen to damn near whatever when it comes across my desk, but shit comes to me extra eventually. I don't go seek out the new music drops immediately when they happen because I'm so much, even though as a, a, a fucking music artist, I'm very much in the movie space <laughs> and film and TV and obviously have a fucking podcast that I've been doing for almost a year now in that space. So I don't go seeking out the music shit. Before you jump into that, I have a quick question. How do you consume music now? Like, for me, it used to be a whole process where yeah, you used to go cop the whole shit yeah, and and read and all that shit. That's not a thing now. Yeah, so like for me, the only way I really consume music is if I'm in my car, and I know I have an extended period of time where I know I'm going to be in my car, or if it's something that I know is highly anticipated, I'll put it on my soundbar, and I play from start to finish, and then I double back and say, hey, I know I didn't like this. Uh, let me skip this. I'll revisit a couple joints. But as far as how I originally consume music, it's not the same. And it's so much music that comes out. It's damn near impossible to like fully absorb an album. Which is a thing. So the hard part is keeping up because so much shit is coming out. And we don't want to just get on here and cover rap nigga shit every time Mm-mm. we do an episode. So there's going to be R&B shit that come out that'll get covered. I don't really foresee. I feel like it could be because we just not in those spaces. But I feel like rock is not moving. Well, after rap became the number one genre, or I won't even say rap, hip hop became right. the number one genre. Who is? I feel like it's like hip hop, pop. And I almost feel like country has overtaken. I hear more about country shit than I hear about rock. Well, I think at one point country was number one for years. It's just that we were, weren't a part of that demographic that we didn't really didn't realize it. So, hold on, because there's <laughs> there are like two gnats that just keep flying around us. And I don't know why. <laughs> like, they just won't leave us alone. It is a little bit frustrating. Keep it foggy. There was a point in time, right, where we had like Alien Ant Farm, fucking P.O.D., Papa Roach, even though like some of those had... And some of their songs had like little rap elements, whatever they tried to do that shit. That was because right. what rap was doing. 
But those was rock White bands, bro. White Stripes, Coldplay. Yeah. Like, it was a bunch of rock shit happening, bro. Uh, fucking, you know, your, your fucking Eve 6 and, and fucking Incubus may have been considered potentially like alternative or maybe a soft rock, if anything. But still, like, that shit was there when we was growing up, 90s into the early 2000s. I feel like them shits was hitting and like all, I feel like all those just lightweight vanished. And it's either they vanished or I completely graduated out of those demographics to where I just don't even know that them shits exist no more. But I used to fucking listen to all kind of shit. Fucking Flyleaf and Paramore and some of everything. And, it's, and so, got, I, so it's not that I would be opposed to listen to it, but I don't even know who the fuck there is to listen to. I get it because I still it's in my, my old playlist, but I still fuck with it. You remember Phoenix? See, that's 1901? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Phoenix, White Stripes. Okay. I'm like, so it'd be, you know, groups. Yeah, like, like Franz Ferdinand and yeah. Florence and the Machine and Coheed and Cambria. Oh, I used to fuck with them too. Yeah, yeah. yeah bro. Because they had the little, damn, I can't think of the, uh, it's the thing with the thing I love. Yeah. yeah but I, I'm trying to remember who the fuck that was. I don't think that was Coheed and Cambria. I can't remember. You sure? Mm. Damn, I, I would have to. I would have to. I'm gonna go look. I'm gonna go look right. at some point. But, but that's, like I said, I, it's not that we don't want to cover in that space. But I just don't. Like I said, I don't know who there is. I would have to go and, and physically spend some time to research who's even operating in that space in that right. rock space to even come up with who we would fucking talk about. Because our music taste is very eclectic, but we also are products of hip hop culture. Of so course, our first choice and first love is always going to be rap, R&B, hip-hop. But, nigga, I... You know one of my favorite groups. Nigga, Fleetwood Mac. Nigga. Oh, for sure, like, bro. Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. I think The Chain is the probably one of the hardest records that ever... For sure. I feel like somebody... If you wrestled... I'm giving niggas free game. If you were, like, a wrestling fan and you want to come out to, like, some unique shit, like... The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. Don't just just listen to it. A lot of motherfuckers came out to a lot of shit that sounded like a lot of shit because yeah. they were stealing a lot of shit. Yeah, low key. Like, yo, let's make this and just interpolate it and make a little interpolation. Uh, do a little something to it, tweak it like fucking DDP. Nigga. Nirvana, nigga His shit was Nirvana <laughs> as fuck It <laughs> definitely smells like tea His shit was big Nirvana Self high five And they changed the drums Ever so fucking slightly yeah. It was like what is happening But yeah yeah, That shit they used to just cold steel shit But clearly we listen to a lot of shit But You know like I said It won't, all, it won't always be all rap shit they're definitely gonna be R and B shit. I'm not a big R and B guy. I'm an R and B guy. Not yeah. the not the new shit. I don't be trying to hear that new shit. I ain't gonna lie. At the same time, as much as I say I'm be trying to hear that new shit, I don't really go and play too much of the old shit very often. Like my shit really goes off playlist action for real. It's there are some songs that are just like you know it's a fucking good song and you fuck with the record and I just keep them bitches on one of my various playlists so when I'm listening to shit my consumption shit now is for the most part while I sit and draw for 10 fucking hours straight soundbar through the TV because that bitch is obnoxious like you can you can hear my shit a couple houses down when I got it maxed out you got so, a subwoofer? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I got the. I got the. I bought a big boy. So that's typically how I do it. I'm gonna listen to that shit more than likely in headphones because I almost always have headphones on, except when I'm down here, because I try not to be in a space where I can't hear moving around upstairs or somebody coming down the steps, any of that type of shit. So I have my soundbar and shit playing and. If I'm across the basement, I can still hear everything else going on and still be able to feel that bass knock, hear the instruments and all that yada yada. So that's typically what I'm doing. I'm listening with headphones on or with my soundbar while I'm working, drawing. Even I, I even listen to shit while I'm editing because when I'm editing, a lot of that is because of the transcription I'm reading. Right. So that's how I get a lot of my music now. It's just a lot. It's too fucking much music, bro, to try to keep up with. So many motherfuckers driving. And for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to listen to as much as I can. But a lot of this shit I wouldn't listen to if it wasn't for this podcast. Keep it funky. But we said we wanted to do a music podcast. That so much now is we true. have to put ourselves back into that atmosphere. So I get it. Yeah. So I think we're going to start bringing in people who we know who operate in, in the music space or have operated in the music space. We know every fucking... DJ with a name that means something in Northeast Ohio. We know most of the fucking artists in the city who people would give a fuck to listen to for us to be able to interview. There are people who I feel I should be on folks' radar that I want to bring in here and we can listen to, review their shit or whatever, and interview them. So all of that is going to come as far as I'm concerned. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you would. Yeah, I, we've talked about this behind scenes or behind the scene, rather. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 for sure. So yeah, and also, granted, I like this right now. Just minor camera adjustment brought the background together a little bit. This is clean, but we actually gonna go ahead and use the other side of the space where we can actually just mob up on the couch in front of the big TV, and probably um, the next episode will probably be over there. And we're going to switch it up so we got a, a little personalized set for the show. So y'all will see that next time. But we're going to go ahead and get into these subjects. We're 20 minutes in. <laughs> we're 20 minutes in. Let's cover some shit. We can start. Where do you want to start, actually? You said you want to start new, then go old, or you want to go old? Then yeah, go let's, old. let's start. Yeah, let's do it. Baby King? Didn't like it. I 100% with you. I can't even front. Candy in front. I'm not going. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I didn't see the vision that everybody else saw. Everybody is saying he trying to push the boundaries. He trying to do something new. He trying to create and find new flows, and all of that shit is cool. But I don't want to be a part of the test subjects while you figuring it out. Figure out what the new flows are, and then put them bitches out refined. I don't want to hear the rough draft versions of you trying to figure out new ways to deliver raps. I agree with you, but I also feel like people are lying to themselves because that, that could be true too. <laughs> that's that's usually true. The his standout tracks or the tracks that sound complete are always the songs that are featuring someone of a higher stature than him. Every song. So, we were texting as we listen to the album. 
I yeah. was in a completely different space. See, we was potting when we wasn't potting. Right. So the songs that I'm like, okay, I like this. I like this. I like this. I like, okay. The reason why I like those songs, Kendrick was featured on two songs. Travis Scott was featured on one. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, we, you know what? I ain't going to do it. Go ahead. No, no. I don't think I like that nigga either, bro. Travis Scott? Yeah. That's that's a, like I feel like, tra- I think I feel we're like a, Travis Scott. I think Scott, we're on the downturn of Travis Scott. I feel People like we're gonna kill us for this, but I, I I feel like if you were a Travis Scott fan, rodeo the the shit the Brian McKnight birds chirp Brian McKnight at midnight album couldn't tell you fucking Astro World those Travis Scott periods damn near perfect albums, but I do think if this was a roller coaster. Or if this was no, if this was a bell curve for all my niggas who went to college, we are now on the c- coming over the 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 bell, and now we're going down on the on the second part. If that makes sense, I feel like Travis Scott realistically has probably another two to three solid years. He'll be around for a long time, but as far as like, unless he does something completely innovative. If, like, right now, I think he's really commercialized. I think he's starting to fall, you know, victim to, of the Kardashian curse. <laughs> the curse. Yeah, so. But, yeah. I li- I still like Travis, but I do feel like we're on the, the, the second part of his. So, there are records that I like a lot. But for the most part, a bunch of that shit just sound like noise. And that's what be frustrating me because he got a record called Guidance. That is my favorite Travis record. Easily. Nothing is even close for me. And at the same time, I can't sit and say that there are not other joints or better joints. But very often when I get exposed to motherfuckers, it's by their mainstream shit that's out there. Everybody's going crazy over. And I just be like, eh, I guess. That's how I got introduced to Nas, realistically, was by like his mainstream records and, and singles. And that is probably a part of the reason why I don't like that nigga. Blasphemy. I it's Nas. How do you not like Nas? I know. I know. It's literally it's Nas. <laughs> I know. I mean I also but I also be feeling like niggas be Man, bro. And I'm a Jay-Z I'm guy. I'm going to get murdered for this podcast. I know I am. But it's fucking Nas. I know. <laughs> but not, And Nas can rap, dog. It's, it's Nas. It's not even Nas it's can Nas. rap. It's Nas. Nas is... Nas can rap. Nas can rap. And somehow, I still be like, we feeling like niggas be dick-eating. Because, like, bro, like, the thing is, I can I can sit down and listen to... I can, I can go through... I might, might, might... Of all my playlists that I have compiled over the years, my nigga, probably, I don't know how many thousands of records. I might have 20 Nas records that's like solid in there. I'll give you that. And there are certain bodies of work of Nas that niggas be like, but that's what I'm saying. But, 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 still- but, niggas, but niggas be like, it's but Nas. And I'll be like, ah. <laughs> like, Bro, like, I, th- I think the first song, the first Nas song that I, so so check this out, right? I learn a lot 
in a little bit of time. Very often. Right. And you can lightweight apply that to like everything in life. For me. Right. Anybody that know me know that I will start at the beginning and I get to advance fast as fuck. That when I when I lock in on it, that's what I do. Music was one of those things for me. I always had music in my life. I grew up with music, fucked with music forever. But I didn't get I didn't start to dive into music heavily and get into the history of music and learning artists and shit like that until like two thousand. Around there. Okay. That's the first time that I ever that I ever knew that any that 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 motherfuckers made music by taking other music, sampling. Mm-hmm. Did not know it existed. I never knew that this song led to this song led to this song until 2000. Fucking Puffy, the Godzilla 2000 soundtrack. When he did that fucking Come With Me record and had Jimmy Page on that bitch and it was a fucking Led Zeppelin cashmere sample. Mm-hmm. It, the day that it the song came out, that was when niggas premiered a song and shit on TV because there wasn't no way to just immediately put it in everybody's fucking ears. Nigga came to TRL, premiered the video to go right before the movie came out. And we listened. I was like, yo, this is the hardest shit ever. I didn't even know I liked guitar up until that point in my life. And my stepfather walked in the fucking bedroom and immediately the guitar from the Puffy song started playing out his room. And I'm like, how you get the new Puff Daddy record already? That's crazy. You must know. Like, nigga, I was a blue away. My nigga. And he was like. First of all, this ain't got shit to do with Puff Daddy. Nigga, <laughs> this is cashmere. You know what I'm saying? So he put me on to that area of music. And that is what sent me down the fucking rabbit hole. So realistically speaking, and, and, and of course, you know what I'm saying? Dukes wasn't just letting niggas just do any fucking thing. And I was the oldest. Right. So my initial introduction to Nas, when I knew it was Nas, was... I know I can. And I was oh, like, wow. oh, really? Fuck this nigga. Yes. And that's like the third single off the album. So you didn't even hear like made you look. And that's still like. Again, the had fuck? heard that's the Godson album. Had heard the records, but. But then you start rapping maybe like, what, six months later? Yep. And then you just. <laughs> yep. Because like I said, you, nigga, I just. <laughs> fucking hate you though you know when i started rapping i was six years old matter of fact no 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 no, nigga i didn't start rapping until i was a junior in high school yes nigga i was battling niggas by the time i was like in third grade i was, I was like the little though. nigga that, like my cousins would like go pick up and go take to like different hoods I'm like yo go rap nigga like yeah i, was, ain't I, was I could because i was like the fat light-skinned kid like, but i'd be tearing niggas heads off like i was a you didn't have none of that why no. do I not know this? Not until not until I was a junior. When I was a junior, wait, wait, wait. When did I can t- I can tell you I started freestyling? Whatever year grinding came out. Two thousand one, two thousand. No, two thousand. Two thousand. Lord Willing came out. No, it is two thousand. I am off. Hold up. Might be two thousand two. 2002. I'm standing firm on that. I put money on that. You are correct. 2002. Wow. So, so 2002, clips drop grinding. Mm-hmm. That's the year I started freestyling in school. Freestyling. Then 
when I got to my senior year, which was 0405, that was when I first started writing. That's crazy, man. I know. Because I met you, what? Your. Some older. Technically, my senior year. Senior uh, college? No, because I because I went. You did post secondary? No, no, I, I came I came right out of high school straight into college. So same year. So you literally had only been writing for like six to eight months before I met you. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate you. No, no, at least a year, at least a year. But the the fact that I had been rapping, like had been known <laughs> as the rapper, yeah, for at least ten to fifteen years prior. Yeah. And when I met you, I'm trying to remember how I met you was at at the college. It was at, at the college. college, but I think Jay was like, "Yo, it's a nigga to rap." I was like, "It ain't me, <laughs> for like, sure." No, it's a, n- a nigga to rap, and he not shit. Sure, I definitely <laughs> wasn't though. I wasn't. I wasn't you. I was. I was not. I was not you at all. But you're okay. You were punchlines delivery. I was still yeah. I was still very I was unrefined. Mm-hmm. Like nobody could kill me. You know, flow, flow, swag. All that shit was there. Yeah. But it was like, this thing's good. I appreciate <laughs> you. Damn good. So now that I find out, I had a great time smoking niggas all across the campus. Fifteen years later, yeah, fifteen years later, that I was that give I had just started. Yeah, uh, man, fuck you. <laughs> For real. Hey man, listen. I don't know. Like I, this, that that is just a testament to solidify. What I was saying a little while ago is when I when I get into something, I get into something. You know what I'm saying? I go. And that was how it was for me with music. And I very well may have dug into more of Nas's catalog. Too late. Had I, yeah, like had I not been introduced to him with some bullshit. Because I was like, oh, I don't like this nigga at all. I don't know who he is. I just know I don't like him. So I'm good. I loved Hate Me Now. I liked, I mean, Made You Look, One Mic, Got Yourself a Gun. Like, those were dope. But I found all of those records after finding, you know what I'm saying? After I know I can, and I was just like, I don't like this. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like That's it. That's crazy to me. And I just so, I, so it took me a while to get back to those things because I just had no desire to go listening to that nigga music. That shit sent me down down the hole of diving into Bad Boy and trying to figure out who else was motherfuckers that was sampling motherfuckers. That's the shit that pushed me in the direction of like Tribe and Wu Tang, and then Little Brother came out right around that time, and I was getting into that shit. And bro, like I was just absorbing fucking everything from every direction. It was like as soon as I heard something that was even a little bit dope, it was like cool. I'm I'm in over here with this and figuring this out. Right. So that was kind of how that shit was. That's that's wild. I mean, I think my I forgot what our original topic was, but I kind of like where we're going with this. I feel you, I feel you. I think my introduction, though, was a little bit different, only because my brother was so much older than me. So True. I'm literally, like, if they were to write the movie, like, the little kid, like, oh, I fell in love with hip-hop when I was five years old. I'm right. that guy. Like, I remember the, like, my first, probably, memory of rap or hip-hop is probably Rakim, Know the Ledge, off the Juice soundtrack, because I remember coming in the house. And that shit was on Rap City. Not even Rap City. The basement wasn't even in existence. We talking like it might have been. What I don't even think Joe Claire was on there yet. So it probably was. Was my who was that nigga name? The mayor. I can't think of it. But like the very first depiction of Rap City 
Mm-hmm. And I remember coming into the house at like the age of five or six, and my brother is watching Rap City, and it's fucking Eric B and Rakim, and it was like, "Yo, what is this?" It's like, "Oh, this is dope." And then my brother produced music my entire life, right? So I would hear him that's play. Dope, man. Shit. I wish I had that shit, man. I, like that's the shitty part about being the oldest. Is you ain't got like an older brother to like do cool shit for you to follow behind. Yeah, like I literally can, I know songs based off of what he played, what was dope, you know. And then the fucked up part is I couldn't listen to certain shit. So my mom was like the overprotective, like you can only listen to the clean. So I'm listening to like Shaquille O'Neal. <gasps> Although Shaq did have some dope. Uh, he had a dope project. Niggas ain't gonna hear that shit, but UK stopped, uh, stopped the rain by uh, Shaq is, was fucking fire. Uh, uh, true, true. So yeah, like my love, it just, it grew. And then I remember like, people don't even realize there's like two versions of Reasonable Doubt. Like my brother has the original when they were still on priority before they Oh yeah. I'm gonna say, because it's definitely, it's definitely different versions of like Dead Presidents. It's mad different versions of that shit. It's like three. Yeah. But only like one on the album though, like one or two on the album. That's why you have that presidents too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Some of that. I ain't mad at it though. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I love it. It's like, I don't know. We gonna do a show. I don't know if it's like a digging in the crates type of shit. We might have to do like an on site where we try to find like low key, like old shit, like the original original press version of shit. But yeah, that'd be hard. I don't know how, what the fuck happened that. That pointed me in the direction of talking about fucking Nas. I know we, we were trying to cover Baby King. Yeah, Baby King and how much we didn't really fuck with the project. It turned into yeah. Travis. How we wish didn't turn it rabbit. We went to a rabbit hole. Basically. It just be happening, man. It be so, happening. But that shows you how much we don't like that project. The fact that it didn't even hold our attention long enough <sighs> to talk about it for less than two minutes. So And it's not so and this, here's my hot take. The problem that I have with the album is that the the songs that have promise. Like I said, feature other niggas. It, I shouldn't have been able to off one listen. Though, is he gonna be? Is he affiliated with Kendrick? Is he a part of part of Kendrick? Yeah, okay. Because the songs that Kendrick is on, they don't sound like shit. His and his his, you can tell he stepped his bars up whenever he's on the track with Kendrick. That's the thing, and I don't. <laughs> but he sounds like a generic version of Kendrick, Little Uzi Vert, to me. Agreed for sure. I just don't know. I don't know that he is trying to be a bars nigga on some of them records. He he clearly he say he say some little shit here and there. I ain't like, like the nigga ain't like ain't saying nothing. No, no. He, but yeah, for he the has, most he part, bars. he not saying nothing though. Right. And a lot of that shit is like sometimes the nigga is rapping and using a normal fucking tone of voice, and then for the most part, he's putting on this. I hate that shit. And it really, I'm like, nigga, I don't, I don't even give a fuck about nothing else happening on this song. The tone of voice alone that you are intentionally putting on here while also coupling it with not saying shit of interest is making me absolutely not want to listen to this shit. And I sat and forced my way through them fucking records the first time through. The second time, as soon as I heard some annoyance, nigga, I skipped. I 100% agree with you. <laughs> I can't do okay. it. Like, why are you doing that? I, like, some people make, you make, you make your artistic choices. That's cool. But, man, like, that shit not dope. It's just not. It's not dope, and it doesn't sound good to me. 
you know how I would how I <laughs> this might be a fucked up depiction. It's like when a nigga and I know you draw, so you probably gonna get this. When a nigga that really can't draw, but because his style is so his style, they just be throwing shit out there and be like, yo, it's art, it's my interpretation. And be like, nah, nigga, that shit suck. And I hate you niggas who yeah. do that. Like, like, no, like, it's the difference between niggas that can actually, like, there's abstract art, which I get. And then there's exactly. niggas that try to and pretend there's a, and there's a, there's a method so to abstract. abstract art. There's a method to abstract art, my nigga. Like, every abstract artist has a method right. to creating their abstract pieces, though. So it's like, the end result is technically abstract. It may not take a actual form, a, a, a realistic thing. It may not depict something that is an actual thing or a person and so on and so forth, but they have a method to which they approach. They use to approach to create their pieces every time that they do it. The same way that a motherfucker like myself who works in realism or cartoon or comic illustration type shit, there's a method to all of it though. Nobody's, it's, it's, it's not that a motherfucker just pick up and just do something that they ain't never done before and it just magically suddenly creates no they know exactly how they're going to approach it and they use that experience to create whatever that is going to be this shit just lightweight was just a mess it's not me. good it's not good i don't give a fuck what none of y'all niggas say i don't think that i feel like i feel like it's high grade enough new nigga music that he continues to do this shit he's gonna stick around for a while but None of these songs are the only songs charting is the ones they had Kendrick on it because niggas ain't heard Kendrick in five years. That's that's it. Niggas miss Kendrick Lamar. If Kendrick wasn't on neither of those two records, neither of them two records would have got that attention. I agree. Unfortunately, it's sixteen joints. No, it's nineteen. It's nineteen. I did no. I think they might have re. Nah, they changed it. It's 16 though. Oh, that's weird. Maybe I am I tripping? Because the last joint is called is 16. It's 16 songs though. So that shows you that somebody had to have listened to it and said, you know what? Let's reevaluate. <laughs> Out of that camp. Bruh. I think you are right. I think there were 19 songs. But as of Right now on Apple Music, I only show 16 songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely shows 16. But I know it showed 19 because I specifically looked at it and, and it said 19. Yep. I jumped on Facebook and said I saved 6 out of 19 tracks F minus <laughs> because I looked at it to make sure that I wasn't fucking tripping. So that even tells you that somebody in their camp reevaluated and was like, yeah, we need to, we need to update some shit. We need to take some songs off because it wasn't a, it wasn't a cohesive project It's kind of all over the place The songs that do hit are songs that feature him And there's like two other songs That I personally like That are hit Like maybe his stands out I like First Order of Business I like uh, Boom Man I like Vent I like Family Ties And I like Range Bros So was that five? Something name? like that Five out of sixteen. That's still only what thirty one percent. Exactly. We following bro. our normal rating system. To get and you that's F, not. Nigga, so. That's that's a fucking F, bro. Yeah. So look, I go, I go flick through it. So I got scapegoats, Range Brothers, issues, vent, and hooligan. 
I believe the one I'm missing is is the Family Ties. But like I said, I didn't save Family Ties because I played that shit the fuck out. Right. Listening to it so much, I didn't have no desire to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So see the last track. Yeah. No. Look. No. Nah. Nineteen were, songs. Yeah, it was nineteen. That's gone. Uh, that's gone. Hooligans not on there. So those three songs are. are Hooligan is one of the hardest shits. That beat was crazy. Let's stay re. Yeah. So on Apple Music, and I wasn't like it was a deluxe version. The nigga ain't right at his stage. You no. ain't here. Yeah, you ain't deluxe yet. Nigga, yeah, <laughs> so, he, he don't get to do that. So. But then when I go again, yeah, other versions. 19. Huh. So and I listen yep, to the, they have this listed. Bonus, bonus, bonus. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So I listen to the longer, shittier version. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Out the gate. Unintentionally. Yeah. Man, listen. Congratulations. Hey, I <laughs> to, hope the to, young to man the, does guy. well. Yeah. I hope by the next project, I can absorb more and I'm wrong. Because I, I love music. I want to enjoy a project. My intent is never to listen to a project and say this shit is whack. Same. So. And and the thing is, when I put up my post, because people be like, bro, you hate everything. I put up my post initially and my first, the first sentence of my statement is, yo, I am happy for those of y'all who enjoyed this Baby King project. Because I am. Because all art at the end of the day is subjective. It is subject to the beholder. And what you may feel or get from it me personally i thought this was a mostly terrible project and it had a few different reasons for that for me that's just how i feel and i kind of don't want to talk about this nigga no more because there's genuinely nothing interesting about him to me except somehow some way well no not somehow some way by being kendrick's cousin <laughs> this nigga so that's the relationship yes so it's Kendrick's cousin, but he's from Vegas. Yes. Okay, makes sense. Which understands the cosign, which means that he probably will be signed under Kendrick. For sure. More than likely. Okay. More than likely what, what we will be looking at there with that. So Did have they announced what Kendrick's imprint is gonna be on yet? No. His imprint, because according to this, it says Baby King LLC distributed to Sony. So yeah, oh. or uh, under license. So, but that don't mean shit because it can be Sony, uh, Sony Red, which is technically an independent distribution. If Kendrick is his cousin, like you say he is, that's what or, niggas keep. That's what niggas keep saying to me. And if Kendrick is actually going to be behind him, I will be highly shocked. You know what it sounds like to me? He started half this project on his own. Went to his cousins like, let me see, you know, check this out. <laughs> like help. No, I know you ain't had a phone in eight months. Yeah. <laughs> but nigga, I'm struggling. <laughs> he saw a nigga at the family reunion. Saw a nigga at his auntie. I was like, yo, I'm working on some music. Kendrick heard the shit. was like, you know what? You got potential. I'll hop on a couple of these. And then he realized he probably had a decent social media following. was like, you know what? We might got something here. For sure. And then, so that's probably why half or certain songs sound better. Or it sounds like the production was stepped up or... Everything is just clearer as far as how it's uh, performed. So it makes sense now, but from the first listen, I no, I'm 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 not a fan. But I do want want um, him to do well, so that way by the second project I can be like, yo, this shit's this shit's fire. 
So. Yeah, look, I, I ain't I ain't counting the nigga out. Like I ain't gonna never listen to nah, that nigga do. It's definitely too early, yeah. but you know, whatever. We'll we'll you know. We will revisit when it is time to revisit. What else do we got new on the docket? D Smoke. War and Wonders. So full disclosure, I've never bothered to listen to this nigga. Everybody been hyping the nigga and gassing him a lot. I'm surprised because he's right in your your wheelhouse of niggas that you. I don't disagree. I I just niggas was like, yo, this D smoke nigga is crazy. Was it because he started off on a reality show? I didn't get nothing. I don't. I don't care about that shit. I don't watch. I don't watch reality shows anyway. Yeah, but my that was probably the best depiction of how a hip hop reality show should go. Because it literally depicted how the course of a rap artist's career would be. Like from the lunch table, lunch table ciphers to what would it sound like if I dropped my first mixtape to how would I shoot my first video to how I would be styled to the very last episode. If I won the Grammy, how would I perform on the Grammys? So... Literally shows every step along the way, and it they had legitimate artists on there. Like it was, it wasn't a bad show. And for him to have been the very first winner, set the bar so high on that show that I'm excited what they can do on the next show or next uh, season. I think. And so, so you didn't hear, hear his first project. Oh, I thought this was his first project. This is the second. The okay. First project is good. Okay. It's really, really good. Is it, which one do you think is better? This is better. Okay. And it's better, but it's not like, oh, the last one was just okay. It's like, no, that first project was good. I'm impressed. The next project. I feel project, like nigga's first project supposed. I feel like first, and that nigga first project, if your first project ain't good, you low key suck. That is true. Because that's where, like, nigga, that's your first shot out. At the world, bro, niggas, niggas be hungry. They ideas they didn't had forever be right there in their mind. Like you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta struggle to 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 get it out that first time. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, that's that's like that shit automatic. Yeah. With this project, so I use so you don't know none of his background. No. His, no, nothing, nothing with the exception of the fact that the nigga was on a reality show and he got a connection to somebody else famous already out the beginning. His brother is Sir from uh, right. TV. That was it. Yeah. And not even that. His mother did background, I want to say for Michael Jackson or. That's hard. For Luther Vandross. Either way, the shit's dope within itself. <laughs> never too much. Never too much. He grew up in, I want to say Compton or Watts, one of the two. So he's a West Co- West Side nigga. I Get fuck it. with Sir. He's better. I don't. I can't even say he's better because they're two different artists. No, 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 two different. No, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just saying I fuck with Sir. Yeah. No. So if you them. fuck with Sir, yeah. I mean, nigga, that John Redcorn is my shit, bro. Yeah. That's just that's just great. And that King of the Hill video. Oh my god. I put it like this: the only reason D Smoke isn't signed to TDE is because he is this. He's, I, he's not the Arab. He's literally neck and neck with Kendrick. Huh. It's, 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 they would have two of the exact same artists. This album to me sounds like what Kendrick was, I don't want to say attempting because everybody loves To Pimp a Butterfly. To, yeah, To Pimp a Butterfly. But it, to me, it sounds like. I love this. the second half. <laughs> exactly. 
it, this feels like this was inspired. I can't even say inspired. It's two niggas of the same age demographic from the same city, from the same time time frame. Mm-hmm. They grew up. They're inspired by similar things. D Smoke speaks Spanish, plays the piano, can can produce. The nigga was a was a teacher. Wow, I feel like you just made him sound way cooler than Kendrick. <laughs> I don't know if he can do none of that shit. I'm saying this nigga <laughs> D Smoke is like how many languages Kendrick speak. I don't even know. And the nigga, he's the first nigga I've heard rapping Spanish, and the shit sound fly. Because mm. he he goes, he'll he'll do a bar, it'll be in English. He'll flip mid bar into Spanish, double back in in English, seamlessly. That's hard. That nigga joined it and done it a couple times. Yeah, but it seems okay. You ever see a nigga that like like? Can speak Spanish, but like it, just, it like they they didn't learn from like school. They yeah. just learned from like just growing around essays and, and Spanish Facts. niggas. Yeah, that's how D Smoke is for sure. Like probably used to get his hair braided by a, a chick that was half black and Mexican or some shit. Like, I gotta look at my account. So there's 16 records. It's 16. I got one, two, three, four, five, six. Dig is gonna think I'm K form. There is no bad song on this album. There are songs that I like more than others. Production is up to par. Guest appearances are meaningful and make sense. Nigga, it's damn near a perfect album. The only reason I think we I said I couldn't give it a perfect album is because there are certain songs that I love that, that like, oh, I like this one. I love this one. But yeah. it's not a bad album. So like I said, like there, there, there were records that I was like, "Oh, this is cool." It just necessarily ain't. It just ain't necessarily for me, right? And that was all it was. So I didn't. So I didn't end up saving them, but they are. I didn't think that they were bad songs. It was like, "Oh, I'm not mad that I listened to this." I didn't get frustrated <laughs> getting to the end of the fucking song. So it's it's good. It's cool, but I don't want to hear this bitch on a regular basis. Quite a few of these joints I did want to hear. I would probably say about 11 of them, which is fucking high on a 16-track album. So this is definitely one of the top records of the year for me. You said 11? Yeah. Like I'm going 16 for 16. I'm not. <laughs> I know you're not. I mean, but, and that's only because I can't name a song that I'm like, I really don't like this song. It's songs I'm like, I can, uh, I like it, but I'm gonna skip to the next one because I like this more, or songs I may not even feel like hearing right now, but I may eventually want to hear it tomorrow. But that was mostly what that shit was. Was just like, ah, yeah, like the shit with my favorite song right now was probably Why Run. I did save that. <laughs> I did save that. I think you and know then what? Both songs with with, with Marsha. I love, you know what? The song that I probably dis- the dislike the most is the song with John Legend. Same. So didn't like it for real. Yeah. Like it was cool, but I just don't. F- and the thing is, I typically would say I don't fuck with John Legend like that. But John Legend put out some shit. I want to say it was either earlier this year or late last year, and he had some shit on there. I like early good music, John Legend. I just don't feel like John Legend ever belonged on fucking good music. 
it, no, at the time it made sense. We talking, we talking first, first iteration of good music. That made when it when it was him, GLC, Consequence, uh, motherfucking Rhyme Fest. Yeah, it made perfect sense that that nigga was in that pocket. This bigger love album. Did you listen to that? No. I didn't even know that came out. That shit hard. That shit is coming for My nigga, I was like, wait a minute. Because yeah. I don't, I am not a John Legend nigga, bro. Not going to lie to you, but that shit came on a shuffle. And I was like, wait a minute. You know what it is about John Legend? Is that in my mindset, even though he has a you know beautiful wife, beautiful family, I feel like sometimes they try to push him in this sexy, flexy category. And the nigga just always comes across as corny to me. Yeah. So... I feel, and you know what the crazy thing is? It took a long time for Alicia Keys to shake off that same thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's like they was just both classically trained pianists, (laughs) like, and they was both just classic, and it was so it was difficult to like shake that off. I feel like John Legend just always, you know, who almost would have been on that same uh, trajectory, fucking Jadena. But then the nigga came so hard on like some of that, these songs on that second project. Oh <laughs> my god! Oh, like, oh, this nigga that ain't classic. Shit, he ain't, the eighty five Africa. Yeah, he like oh this nigga ain't classic, man. This nigga actually he kind of hood on the low. He just wears suits. Yeah, <laughs> bro. That eighty five to Africa was fuego. Yeah. I was yeah. banging that shit. That cause that came out the same week as like two other albums. Like it was that. Something else and Raphael Sadiq all dropped in like one weekend. Mm. And I was fucking jamming around this bitch, bro. So I remember that specifically. But niggas telling me like, yo, like the day that shit came out, like, go listen to that Jadena. And I was like, classic, man? No. And then I I went and listened to it, played the first record on there, and was like, ooh, yeah, this actually might be tough. You know what changed my mind? Luke Cage, that episode that he, he was featured on it. Completely didn't notice that, nigga. I ain't going to lie to you. Well, not even that. Wait, wait, Prior was it season that, one or season two? Season one. Oh, when, yeah. See, when I they had, Season one was dope because they had fucking, it, it was, was it Copper Mouth? Copperhead? No, was it was Cottonmouth cotton and then mouth. Diamondback. So when, when, when Mahershala Hasbash Ali yeah. was fucking that nigga, best shit them niggas ever Top, did, and they yeah. killed that nigga. I was, I was like, what are you doing? But like, he's well, Blade now. So. Yeah. So they save. They had to save face. Yeah. But when I think he came out to something, or they was in the club, and they fucking played that Jadena joint, Long Live the King. Oh, yeah. yeah. He performed. Yeah. Oh, and I thought I was you were like, talking about he was... In the episode, oh, no, no, he's a, no he's, I remember he now. Was I remember on that. that episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you meant like he was like a character active. No, no, he was playing himself on the. Episode. Yeah, I got you. I got you. But yeah, they I played remember that, now. that shit, and I was like, "Classic man," and nigga, I had classic to search man. for that shit. Like, yo, who the fuck? I'm like, oh, this thing can rap. This thing is, can rap his ass off. Like, all right, okay. That's what changed my whole mindset about your dinner. So, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, okay, so Baby King, it's kind of a no go. Right, we got it was it was it was heat. We gotta stay with our normal our normal ranking system. Yeah, system so that's pretty much you know y'all know how it rank, man. We gotta we gotta average the score based on how many records we fucked with out of how many records you had on the project total. And I I have to give that joint a solid score. The baby came, I can't do it. But is there anything else new that we should cover? There's so much new shit. The problem is 
we didn't having have the time, time to, to consume it all. You're so, still listening to West Side Gun, uh, Side yeah. A. Yeah. Side B came out two weeks after that, and I don't, you haven't got through it. And when, I'm like, and when was that that it dropped? This past Friday. Okay, so it was only I don't even think it was a month time span between the two projects. So we're going to break down. We're going to give y'all some very quick breakdowns on episode four. But episode four, I will be coming back in having both West Side albums blown through. Pause. Pause. The Yeba album and the Lil Nas X album all played through. I mean, I'm going to do the same at this point. It's going. It's going. So, yeah. We'll have we'll have those joints. Before we get up out of here, let's 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 show love to a classic joint. Well, we we at the what the twenty year anniversary? Twenty years, man. Twenty year anniversary of Ghetto Fabulous. Yeah, but if we want you, know, you the way you started that. Not to say that Ghetto Fabulous ain't a, it's, it's a classic, but nigga, you had the upper echelon introduction. You got to run that shit back up. It's the 20th anniversary of the album that literally changed the trajectory of New York hip hop. Get on Fabulous? No, hell no. Oh, I'm going to say, nigga, wait a minute. Okay, so no, I I thought you were telling me that I needed to re-intro Ghetto Fabulous. No, nigga. Nigga, the blueprint. The the motherfucker. Nigga. They came out the same day. Did but they? The exact same day. Oh, that is so rude. September 11th. <laughs> that's, that's no, it's up. not, is it? They both, Jay was already, can you say Jay, that's the pinnacle of Jay's career? Not, no, not really. No. It's just, I don't know, bro. That is the. You know what, real shit though? I feel, Jay like, have I, feel a like, pinnacle? I feel like it was a turning point. It was the torn. I feel like, I feel like niggas fucked. Nah, even I feel before- like niggas fucked with Hove. But I felt like even niggas that didn't fuck with Hov fucked with Hov when Blueprint came out. It was like even, that was the joint. No, nah, because Hov was already Hov. So I, to me, the turning point of Hov is Heart Not Life. You're right. So then You're after right. that, he's already on. He's already king of New York by the time you get to the dynasty. Yeah, but Blueprint was just the blueprint, my nigga. Like the name was so perfect. The name is the name is perfect because it just genuinely just. Yeah, at that point, he's at that point he's he's Jehovah, for he, sure. He's H to the Izzo, for sure. O to the <laughs> like dog. Like what is happening? Niggas really used to do Snoop language <laughs> for shizzle my nizzle. Niggas to, really did used to do that used to shit dribble aggressively down though. Oh, that's funny. Nigga, I can a, remember the day the album came out obviously because that was September 11th and the tragedy but even outside of that the amount of dumb shit the niggas did nigga I fucking went to go try to get that album and the fucking store would close not realizing that the store is closed because the world is on curfew when nobody this, thinking nothing about that I just wanted to hear this fucking Jay-Z album <laughs> right the fucking perfection that is the blueprint the introduction of Kanye West to the to the mainstream world, even though he had already had placements on Bing's album, but you know Kanye right. as super producer Kanye West is introduced on the Blueprint. Super producer Just Blaze is introduced on the Blueprint. Super producer, even though they don't like to give him his credit, Bink, Bink is Bink on the Blueprint. Need his credits. The sound nigga. of Rockefeller Records for 
what, seven years afterwards, it's all structured around the blueprint. The blueprint itself was done in a two-week time frame. Most of the album is done in one weekend. Bruh, it's so many joints on this shit. I don't know how the fuck anybody could ever possibly not give Bink his fucking credit, bro. Give that man his flowers, man. What the fuck, dog? Give him, give him his flowers. Give him. His I want to try. I want to try to get an interview with Bink on the episode. If we can do that, I'm a hundred percent down. I have talked to Bink on multiple occasions. Have you? Clubhouse. Run it. I will try to see if we can get an interview with him, cause, bruh, the perfection of Bink, bruh, the acknowledgement that yes. Just Blaze may have stole his style. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll 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 give him that. But maybe Bink, he was using it wrong. <laughs> if we gonna get him on the show, we might have to edit that part out because he gonna want to listen prior prior. No, nah, nigga, I, look, no, you know, say just because we talking Jay Z, so you know, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, made it yeah, a hotline, right. I made it a hot song. Right, right. But right. I'm just saying, like, nigga, because because Bank Bank has broke that shit down. Bank has broke that shit down on a few occasions. Right, and. So I'm not even so much in the headspace of I wouldn't want to even talk about that with him. I would just want to talk about the perfection this, of this his process. His, yeah, yeah, just this, the, what, like, what the fuck was you on when you when did you listen this to shit? these samples? What are you pulling from? Like what? Like what? What the fuck, like, Bruh, Nigga, I almost cried. When I heard that motherfucking bass run. Nigga, lost my mind, nigga. They're like, all right. So rulers back, take, take over. over. Izzo, girls, 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 jigga yeah, that nigga. nigga. You, you don't, don't know. Hola, ho veto, yeah. nigga. Heart of the city, never change. Song cry, all I need. Renegade, blueprints, nigga. Lyrical exercise, and then the girls, girls, girls part two. It literally has zero skips. It aged so beautifully. If they put that out, if this album had never came out, and they put that album out today. It would still do the numbers. <laughs> it would still be just as perfect. I feel like that's. I it, feel like that's why it's. It's literally a blueprint from start to finish on how you make a perfect album, and the nigga didn't even try. No, he skips, got into nigga. a groove in one weekend, and you know what's crazy? Certain shit they doubled back and was like, ah, we probably we gonna do this two weeks from now. <laughs> Probably to add a second verse or touch up shit, but from what I, from what I remember, that album was done 90 percent of the album was done in one weekend. Yeah, bro. And they See, cleaned up the, the rest thing. of the shit over a two week process. So like, black album. Would you go through the black album? Black album is like try to compare. Yeah, low key. I mean, what's your thought? Okay. Well, I'm just I'm just nigga. We just looked at, we just looked at fucking. Blueprint, and there are literally no skips on that bitch. And I'm just like, what can you skip on Black Album? That's what I'm. Yeah, literally, that's that's all I have to to even try to fathom. I would say the intro, but no, because even the intro sets up the album perfectly. Yeah, I mean, realistically, December 4th, realistically, December fourth is the fucking intro for real. Yeah, I love December fourth. People get annoyed that his mother is on it, but I'm like, nigga, it's the, it's his mom, and that shit, it it sounds perfect. Like, what more can I say? Perfect song, encore, perfect song. Change clothes, I, nigga. That I, shit was going, bro. Yeah, I about to say it's that it, shit was going. Sexy, sexy, yeah. Do 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 do. Uh huh. 
nigga, dirt off your shoulders, threat, nigga. That's you know what song? Okay, that nigga said it to entertain her body threat, nigga. That is hard. You know nigga. what song? Out of all the, uh, you keep going. Ninety nine problems. I actually at the time, I I can listen to it. I'm not gonna say I can. It it serves its purpose on the album. The one song sure. that I can say I'm like, yo, I really hardly listen to an album is Justify My Hood. That'd be it. So that'd be it. Lucifer, perfect. Allure, nigga. Allure. Allure is my favorite song on the album. That ain't even up for debate for me. Nigga, you ever watch? Of course you have. Remember Fade to Black when yep. uh, Pharrell described like what his thought process when he made Allure. Yes, that is literally the perfect depiction of how the song. It's the end of Carlito's way. Yeah, bro. Like it's just nigga that shit. My, my it's crazy. Person. Well, it's not. Well, it's not crazy because it was a fucking single. But of all the records on this joint, ninety nine problems has by far the most plays. One hundred fifty six million plays. Right. Compared to every, the next closest song on the album is sixty nine million That's with dirt off your shoulder. Yeah. That's great. My first song, just uh, the ending of perfect, my first song bro. is hilarious. But it's just like how an old nigga would be if you at your retirement party and you talking shit to your niggas. And you're like, yo, you remember that time the dog was chasing you and you ain't had no seat on your bicycle? No seat on your bicycle. Now look at you. You the head of black business over at Amazon Prime, nigga. Right, like, right. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know, man. We, I feel like you would have to give it to... You're going you gonna to give Blueprint over Black Album, but the only, it's not... Let's just be real. Jay was on a run where that nigga didn't miss. Yeah. I'm gonna be real with you. Blueprint two is actually damn near perfect. The problem is, is that it's too fucking long. If True. they had to condense Blueprint two into one disc and took the standout songs from the the second disc and put them on the first disc, took off a few songs, that would be a fucking perfect album. <laughs> what you said, <laughs> exactly though. And ah, yeah, that's tough, bro. Cause you know, you know how you know what it is. When you when you ask him himself and you ask most the whole fans, nigga, it's either reasonable, blueprint, or black album. That's tough. With a throw in now, you throw in American Gangster sometimes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know the crazy shit about that is American Gangster is almost a sequel slash prequel to Reasonable Doubt. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Crazy. It it was his reasoning. He had no justified reason to make a reasonable doubt too, especially after the the issue with Blueprint Two. But he used American Gangster as the muse because it was music inspired by American Gangster. It allowed right. him to relive his dope boy fantasies in a time and then, right, and then put it in a and then make a period piece concept album. Yep. Nigga, stop playing with this man, bro. Come on, that's why they, the nigga's the jigger. It's the jigger man. There is the he's the greatest of all time. I'm he just trying to think who had reason. the la- who had the last before that the last dope concept album with a legitimate through line was fucking the cool. Yeah. Oh my god. Jesus and I think Christ. that's on this. I might be on this. 10 year anniversary got this same Lupe post post on I think came up 10 years ago I think so I think so cause we was fucking jamming to that shit my god that that, oh my lord the cool that shit almost perfect 
Yeah, I didn't yeah. sit and look at the, yeah, that shit. That shit just about perfect. And then the, the 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 conceptual records within it was just nutty, bro. Yeah. Like my man said, life ain't easy. When niggas gotta eat, that's when shit get greasy. <laughs> my nigga on the first food and liquor. So now, look, this is gonna be how long we at? Nigga, we are at one fifteen. Fuck it. Look, the first food and liquor album. The nigga joint that he got with, with Jay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Pressure. Pressure, his first first on Pressure is a fucking nigga masterpiece in how you fucking rap. Yeah, bro. Nigga said, so it seems I'm sewing jeans and first and 15th is merely a sewing machine. So I cut, cut the, the pattern, pattern and, and I, I sew so it, it seems. seems. I said, what the fuck? Like, bro. It's a lot of niggas that niggas got to give more credit to. Niggas definitely don't give that nigga Lupe what he deserved for real. Lupe rap better than almost everybody. In real life, though. Lupe or Royce. That's a whole nother topic. It is, though. We do got to cover the whole Lupe and Royce. We going to do that, yeah. We gonna, yeah, that's, yeah. That's not, not now. Yeah, no. Because that's a whole lot. But, yeah. That's tough, bro. There's niggas that can rap. And there are niggas that are. There are niggas who literally command here. words, bro. Like they command words in in ways that other people cannot fathom. And those top tier niggas are, it's different. Him, you know who? Okay, our top tier niggas. Mm-hmm. Even though I do want to touch on the, we got so all right, real quick, and not to be disrespectful, the twentieth anniversary of. Uh, fabulous ghetto fabulous ghetto fabulous album was also September 11th 2001 and the career that fabulous has had I mean the nigga is still consistent and relevant 20 years later all respect to true to fat the nigga is very fly and he's also hilarious yeah and when he want to the nigga still can rap his ass off yep the problem is he kind of get into a pocket where he just want to you know cater to women but if you give that nigga some time and energy, he that really nigga got tear into a pocket fuck. that frustrated me. We're like, you talking about we're uh, like sixty fat. percent of his bars were Instagram quotes and memes, yeah. and that yeah. was a very frustrating time for right. me and Fab. Like I was like, yeah. my nigga, if when you, you know don't a nigga stop, can do so much more. And he was literally saying all the shit off social media. Yeah. Like every time, like a bitch said a, a, a quotable on social media, he was like, "That's a song." Yeah. <laughs> like and just kept writing. I'm like. Stop it. So, but let's give Fab his flowers too, man. 20 year, 20 year run or 22 year run because you got to include the, the clue mixtapes. Impressive. But now back to the topic that I, we had just touched on. The fucking top tier upper echelon niggas that, that they rap like better than. I don't even, so, even want to say they rap better than niggas. They just, they, they just are. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Jay, Lupe, yep, three stacks, yep. I said in I want to say first episode, even though I don't want to hear that shit all the time. Eminem, yep. We putting Royce in there, yep. It's okay. Joe Budden was right. Remember how he he said in one uh, one episode of their podcast that it's niggas that are monsters. Mm-hmm. And this niggas 
just rap. These niggas, you don't want to let out of the cage. Right. These niggas can wake up out of a deep sleep and fucking 16, they'll give you a whole album off of memory. Yeah, also Crooked. I will agree, but I'm not. I would put Royce over Crooked. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. But I, I mean, would put it, Royce over Crooked. It's very Cricket. close. It's very close for me. You got And you got some honorable mention niggas. They just ain't big enough yet. Pause. I feel you. Mi- uh, but, no, but no, but also who definitely belongs on that list, Black Thought. Oh my God. Black, yeah, Black Thought. Just God level. Them niggas are. And if he wouldn't have died, Pun would be there. Yeah. Funky. Like, yeah. Pun rapped yeah. his motherfucking ass off. Nigga. He was literally how, like. How you 500 he was low, he was like low key the He was low key the best rapper out. Are we putting Big? Out. He rapped better than Big to me. No, no, no. Even if you feel like that, Big, Big's flow, Big, the way he would break up syllables. Oh yeah, no. But I, I, but I wouldn't, but I wouldn't put him up there with them niggas because I don't. But only because I don't think. I feel like everybody we just named has been around long enough to see that '90s kind of peak of bars. And then be able to break into doing other shit lyrically and with flow. Big, if he would have lived, potentially would have pushed the boundaries more on what he could do. So I think he could have gotten there, but I feel like... I would agree, but the only problem is he was able to show you his change in delivery and flow within two albums. This is true. And his shit never sound dated. Like there's songs that sound dated, but his flow and delivery technically never sound. No, dated. no, no, absolutely. I, but I feel like, so, but do you, but do you feel like, because we only have so much to go off of for him, unfortunately, I don't know that any of the niggas that we just named is taking the L to that nigga though. When you look at all the categories of what you what you scoring when it comes to yo, you know what I'm saying? Because it's gonna because it's gonna be something. There's something that all of them are doing that he didn't. True. That he never got to do. Not not to say that he couldn't do, but he never. So you got have to, to give to him do. an honorable mention. Yeah. Okay. I it's kind of how I see it. But then if that's the case, we got to give pun saying. But I, but but like you, I, but like I said, to. but like We're I said, using your logic. No, but like I said, pun and pun has done shit that some of these other niggas have done that Big never did. Pun was the was better. <laughs> like pun was better. But we not comparing. Granted, granted, we talking about who the monsters are. Right, and who, pun was who the lyrically, skill set wise, monster level. That nigga was doing crazy shit. I would agree, but the problem is using your logic. Mm-hmm. Big had two albums. Pun had two albums. And one of them was rapping at a much higher level. But you, Granted, we liked the Biggie songs more. I liked the Biggie songs more. But you can't but say the, that. But the lyricism when, was higher from Pun. Yes and no. We're not comparing the two. We're talking in the level of do you put, if this is Mount Rushmore. That's there's not even enough characters on the Mount, Mount Rushmore statue. But right. If you put these niggas at in that tier, you have to include Big as well uh, and as well as Pun, based off of the same statue that you just 
subscribe to. They both have two albums. By the time they came out with the second album, their flow and delivery changed, and it changed the way you saw them. Because mm-hmm. what is the probably one of the best songs on Life After Death? Notorious Thugs. For sure. That alone, if we're using your logic, he changed and he was doing what other niggas could not and do. And I'm saying Pun was already and past that. We're not saying. So I'm saying. Past. So I'm saying. So I'm saying he's closer to. He's even closer to those to those that original set of niggas that we mentioned. If not, if not, droppable right there with them niggas, with what we have from them. I'm agreeing with you. I just feel like we both we should put them both there. Okay. All right. That's cool. So but those are your monster level rappers. Yeah, it, it came so easy. Niggas probably just don't even. Niggas don't. First of all, we know Jay don't write. Does Lupe write? Mm, yes or no? Okay, so we know Lupe doesn't write. Did you hear the shit he dropped on the Drake? Part of it. Oh, he was going. Yeah, he was going. I know Mickey. Like I said, he doesn't have a big enough catalog yet. He's still low. No, lower Mickey tail, be but, fucking rapping though. But he be rapping his ass off. Ooh, if we talking, but see. So we gonna agree on because because that's because that's the whole thing, Mickey. Because most of Mickey's examples of what he has, granted, he has music. A lot of his shit is in the battle space, yeah. and the same would apply for Lux and Daylight. Yeah. And Daylight is probably one of the best rappers to ever exist on yeah. planet Earth. That motherfucker is in another galaxy, bro. What's the next big battle? We should do a live pay per view. We should. We really, really should. Yeah. But the battles are always on Saturdays, if I'm mistaken. Oh, uh, yeah, we both be busy. We'll I mean, I do the podcast in the morning. Like, I mean, we usually do the podcast somewhere between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. Somewhere in that pocket, we're going to sit down and pod. Beyond that, all I'm doing is editing. Yeah. So, listen, man, we'll go ahead and wrap this one the fuck up. That is episode tra- that tree. music-ish. Tree. All right, so listen, we appreciate y'all tapping in, tuning in, rocking with us. I go by the name of BKA Watts. It's your boy, Old Man AM. Yes. So with that being said, make sure y'all rock with us. Like I said, if y'all got suggestions, you got music you think we should hear, something you think we should review, if you got an opinion or you somebody you think belongs sitting here next to us on the show, send in whatever it is that you got to us at musicishpod at gmail.com. That come directly to your boy phone. I'll see that and get right back at you. Let's go ahead and do it. Catch y'all on the next one. Be safe out in these streets. And as always, love. Peace and chicken grease. Different.